You know, we have a very diverse and segmented culture in America today. We have literally thousands of TV channels, all catering to very specific demographics. And of course, there's these YouTube channels that all cater to hyper-specific interests. Uh, it wasn't that way when I was growing up in this country, but even with all of this specificity and segmentation that we have in our culture today, even with all this, if I went up to the average American and I said, Luke, I'm your father, immediately they would know the reference. You don't even have to be a Star Wars fan or even seen the movie to have images come into your mind and to have the backstory come into play. It's a cultural reference. And so in today's readings, the church is showing us what was in the minds of first century Jewish people when they heard a specific reference, a reference that was in their culture. And all of this is to get us into their mindset so that we can have an understanding of where we are in Advent. You see, first century Judaism was steeped in scripture. The, across Judaism, the whole week revolved around the Sabbath. And the Sabbath revolved around the local synagogue where the scriptures were proclaimed and discussed and debated. The scriptures were a part of Jewish culture. And so in our gospel today, we see the author of the gospel cite a passage from Isaiah that speaks of a foretold coming of the salvation of God. Virtually all Jews would have been familiar with this passage. And when they heard the line... Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. Immediately, any first century Jewish person would think of the same line as present in our first reading today. The first reading comes from the book of Baruch. Now, as a quick aside, Baruch uh, is only in the Catholic Old Testament. It's one of the seven books of the Bible that we have that Protestants don't have in their Bible. But all of first century Judaism would have been very familiar with it. So what does it mean when it speaks these words? Now, these are from the words of our first reading. God has commanded that every lofty mountain be made low and that the age-old depths and gorges be filled to level ground. What is Baruch talking about? Well, when you look at the whole passage, it's clear that he's not talking about physical mountains being leveled and physical valleys being filled in. Here, we're talking about spiritual issues related to life. What Baruch is prophesying in this passage is a foretold, quote-unquote, second exodus. And this exodus is a spiritual exodus. Remember, in the first exodus, uh, God used Moses and called is the Israelites out from oppression in Egypt into his presence in the desert, uh, his presence in the tabernacle and his presence on Mount Sinai. Now, later in history, Israel was conquered by the Assyrians, and that dispersed, there were 12 tribes of Israel, right? Well, that dispersed 10 of the tribes amongst the nations. And then a few centuries later, we had what is known as the Babylonian exile, where the remaining two tribes of Israel were dispersed in Babylon. They got reformed back into the Holy Land, and it was during this time that Baruch writes that he has the prophecy of a second exodus that would come with the Messiah, now, the Jewish people took this to mean that it was going to bring those lost ten tribes of Israel from the Assyrian uh, conquering out from the nations and back into God's presence in Jerusalem with the temple. But God's plan was bigger. 
Under the second exodus, God would unite people of all nations into the presence of God, not just the Israelites. This second exodus, this spiritual exodus, has come and continues to come through and in the very person of God himself in the flesh, the person of Jesus. And this is why our Advent season is a season of preparation. We are preparing for the coming of the Lord in our own lives, where God will spiritually make every mountain in your life low and make every valley in your life filled. And so our readings prompt a question for you and for me to ask this week. And the question is this, have I been preparing for him? for his second coming in the second exodus. Now, I know Advent is always such a very busy time for me personally. The first week of Advent for me just always seems to just run right by due to all the hustle and bustle that's going on in life. So if you've not entered spiritually into this season, it's not too late. Today is the day for you and me to ask, what can I do in the next three weeks to prepare for him?